Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. How is everybody today? Yes, I am recording this on a Friday. It's like the first time in a while that I'm recording on a Friday and the actual intro says Friday. Those are the sweet uh, tones and ASMR joy in your ears on that intro by my dude, Mark Youngblood. So... Thank you, Mark. Even though I'm kind of looking forward to a new intro, but you know what? I like that one, so it's good. And uh, so we're going to go with that. But hey, hey, everybody, how you doing? Ty King here, the host of the Win, Loser, Ty podcast. And you can find me on Instagram. That's where you find everything involved with this show. Win, Lose, or Ty. That's T-Y-E. I want to... Uh, please encourage you to go follow that page. I want to also encourage you to please subscribe to this channel. It doesn't cost you anything. It's like the first and only thing uh, that you've encountered today that somebody's going to say, please do this for me, and it doesn't cost anything. It's completely free. It just boosts my ego, really, is what it does. And you know what? Let's be honest. My ego needs boosting. (laughs) doesn't it yes it does so just please go subscribe wherever you are on spotify or on apple Podcasts, especially on apple Podcasts. it's easier to subscribe and and uh do all those necessary things excuse me i have my pen in my hand that i'm marking on my shirt because my hands move I, i talk with my hands It's amazing how many times I probably walk into places and I have marks all over my shirt. And I don't even know that that's, that it happened until I get home. So if you ever see me out in public and you're like, dude, what's wrong with that guy? Well, there you go. I got, there's a lot wrong with me, but that's probably one thing. But today I want to talk about a couple of things. First off, we are a member of Let Me Know Productions, LMK. That's Mark Youngblood in the Pick 4 podcast. That's my boy Landry Griffith. And the having said that with Landry Griffith podcast, please go out and support uh, Landry and his wife, Cassandra, their new business, Kiz My Botox, which I love. That name is absolutely creative, and I'm all about creativity. It's KYZ, My Botox. She's starting a new business, her and Landry both. Man, and um, they got skinny shots, B12 shots, you know, jump shots and three-point shots. I don't know if they had those, but, you know, all the shots, all the ones that you want anyway. So I love it. Shout out to them. But, yeah, man, and you can email my show anytime you want to. Anytime during the week, in the morning, at night. It's 24 hours a day, baby. My email box is open. Win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. Type it in your computer. Type it in your phone. Keep it on that, uh, you know, on the ready. 
I want comments, requests. And, and speaking of requests, man, I've got a lot of requests coming in like uh, of, hey, you should have a person on like this. You should have a person on like that. And I agree with those suggestions because I'm trying and I'm efforting. And as you know, this has been a sporadic um, beginning to 2023 for the podcast. I mean, it's been here, it's been there. And I, and I know, and I apologize to the people that listen. It's not consistent as I want it to be, but you have to understand where I am <laughs> professionally. Man, I've been just, I started on January 20 something. It feels like five years ago, but with this new position I'm in and, and man, you know what? I do want to say I'm thankful for the position that I that I have my my job that I got. Excuse me, I'm saying excuse me to my microphone stand. Yeah, sorry, man. You're pretty unreliable, but you know I'm sorry that I hit you like that. But so I'm just I'm thankful for the position that I have right now. I started a new position in in January. I know everybody knows that, and it's been so good, and it's so tough, but I love it. I like I like tough because that way I feel like I'm earning my paycheck. And so it's been good, but it's just been, it's been hard for me to be consistent with uh, WLT. So I hope now, because I was in New Jersey last week, Philly, New Jersey, all that for training. And so what I really, this is what I want to talk about today. My whole subject matter today is two things. Really, it's travel. And I used to travel a ton like with my other jobs that I've had. I'm going to travel some with this position. I've already traveled some, you know, I went to New Jersey. But <laughs> it's just observations and things I've, I mean, I make mental notes and then I make them physical notes, whether it be on paper or in my phone. I like to do paper more, even though I have the handwriting of, I have the handwriting of a of a German kindergartner trying to write in English. Really, that's what it looks like. My handwriting looks like I'm writing a different language and a third grader or kindergartner's doing it. I, I, I get that. But so I do write my notes down. I like that. I do like to, I like to write them down. Sometimes I can't read them back either. People always look at that. They're like, dude, what? really? Is that your real handwriting? I'm like, yeah, I know. Even I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't read it either. So, and then now I'm into this real weird phase where I'm writing half in cursive, half in print. Like you should see some of my notes that I write, like even for work or for whatever. It's like, what's going on? Like I I look back at those notes I took and I go, what was I thinking? I mean, mid sentence, I change it to print and it's back into cursive. I don't have no idea what's going on. Welcome to my world, baby. It's how I live. But traveling, man, just it, it's uh, it, airports and, and airplanes specifically are crazy. It is. It's absolutely wild. And I just want to point out a few things. And I like to bitch and moan on this podcast. So here, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to bitch and moan about traveling. And, and in future reference, I would love to have somebody on the podcast in the travel industry. I do know a couple of flight attendants. Um, I won't say who they work for because you know, I don't want to. I don't know if they want that to be known either, but Shay, you know, I'm talking about Shay. I'm literally talking about a person named Shay right now. That person is a flight attendant and Shay could be a guy or a girl. You don't know. Shay, you know who I'm talking to. Uh, Come to LBK. Let's get on the podcast and let's talk about flying because I think it would be fantastic. I have a thousand questions, but right now it's just me here today. So you just get me. It's solo. 
but I'm going to talk to you about travel. Now, rule number one, I, and I get this, I, there's some exception. There's some exceptions to what I'm about to say, and I'm not a completely, uh, I'm not a big a-hole about everything, uh, even though sometimes in my mind, I'm like, oh, God. But if you have children and you're going through security, I want all the other people without children to give them a break. And I don't even have children. I just know that, you know what? I put myself in their shoes and I go, you know what? Stop for a second and give them a break going through TSA security. Okay? That's one. Two, give the TSA people just a little bit of a break. Okay? They're doing their job and I'm thankful that they do it. I'm thankful that they do look through your computer and your bag. If there's something weird in there, God forbid, you know, that something weird got through and they're on your flight. You see what I'm saying? Just the next time you're there, and I know, and to me, like, don't ever use this excuse because it, it, it's, a, it's what I want to go to as well. So I'm, I'm talking to myself as well. If they find something weird in your bag and they want to go through it, that I always want to go, do I look like I'm going to do something bad? That's that's the worst thing you can say because you know what? No, you probably don't, but some people don't and they do bad things. I don't think they need to judge you how you look. Just get just say, hey, yeah, you know, go through my shit, raffle through it, and let's get it going. Let's get going. Do what you gotta do, man. And um so let's let's be a little more considerate of them. They're they're actually there for us, if you really think about it. And I know that's hard to sometimes keep in the front of your mind while you're trying to hustle and bustle and it's stressful, man, you know, but here are some tips that I want you to consider. Cause, and I've learned these tips like firsthand when you're going through airport security, because I didn't do these things sometimes before you, after you check in at the gate at the, at the ticket counter and check your bags, if you're checking bags, or even if you're not walk over to the side Take everything that you do not need out of your pocket, out of your pockets, and put them in like the side pocket of your backpack or whatever you're, if you're carrying a carry-on bag, just put it in there. Put your wallet in there. Put your, uh, your keys in there. You know, put your big-ass pocket knife in there. I'm just kidding. You can't take that on. Um, put, you know, just whatever, anything else you have that you carry. So... Put that in there. Put your drugs in there, and but but keep like take out your ID, and so because you need that or in your boarding pass, whatever you might need, and put that in your front pocket. Okay, that's first. That way you're not rifling through your pockets. That just takes forever and it's frustrating, and you don't know what's going on. So throw those in your bag before you go through line. Because trust me, that saves time in the long run. Trust me, I know. And and, and secondly. When you get there, um, and with my new job, like they give me a laptop, an iPad. I usually have my personal laptop and my personal iPad. So I've got four things I got to get out of the bag. And most everybody has those kind of things, electronics. All right. Have those like readily in your bag. Like have them ready. Don't, don't, you don't need a rifle through your bag. Have them ready to go before you even get in the line. All right. So that's another thing. And I'm talking about my people that don't do TSA pre-check because I'm in that line. I'm not in the TSA pre-check line. Those people just get, you know, they just willy-nilly through the line and they're all good. And I, I mean, I've done TSA pre-check before, but not lately. So 
not in the last, like, not before, not since, not since before the pandemic. So there you go. I'm in there with the common folk. I'm there with you people. I'm with you guys. Like, I'm in the trenches, the trenches of that line. And you look at those other people, and they're like, they look down on you when they run through TSA PreCheck. I know. Because I've been on both sides of that. I did look down on the other people when I walked through TSA PreCheck. And now I get looked down upon when I'm down there with the peasants, rifling through my pockets, you know, taking off my belt and shoes. But just once again, if you can dress the part, like dress without a belt, you know, dress with slip-on shoes, all those things are just, they, they, they make things move a lot smoother and a lot faster. You can't avoid some of those things. Sometimes you have, I mean, I have to wear a belt most of the time. So, you know, and, but just make sure you can whip it on, whip it out, you know, and that sounds terrible, but sure you can just take off your belt and your shoes and just be, you know, know what's coming and don't be caught off guard. Just be like, yeah, okay. They tell you to do something. Just do it. Don't ask. Don't question. The TSA, they, they, they see a million people like you and me every day. So they're not picking you out of a crowd. I promise. Now, once you get to security, that's great. Now we're boarding the plane. Southwest is different. I get, cause you, you, you know, it's, it, I love the word willy nilly and I've been using it a lot of like, like over the last like month and, and Southwest, when you board that plane, when you finally get on the plane, whether you're in a group or B group or C group, it, it, it's all the same. It's, it, it, it's like uh it's like the wild West in that bitch. Okay. You are, you are looking for seats. You're looking for aisle seat. You're looking for a window seat. You're trying to find the best spot. You're trying to be close to the front. You're doing all those things. And I get it. I am too on Southwest. So, man, that, that, that's fine. But just be diligent. Be not in a hurry. You don't have to be in a hurry. Don't get overstressed, but just board the plane. If you've got a bag that has rollers on it, put it above. If you've got, don't, seriously, you, here's, the, here's the thing you need to know. If you have a backpack, put it underneath in front of you. I know it takes up some of your foot room. I know that. I, I, I always have a backpack, but here's what it does. If you think about this in the long term, this is just, this is on Southwest or any airline. If you put it in front of you, other people have room to put their bags because we've all been sitting there waiting, ready for the plane to take off. And there's no room. In the overhead carry space, which I think is the correct term, for somebody's bag that boarded last, we, we shouldn't. That 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 shouldn't be a. That shouldn't be a negative just because you boarded last. There's no more room for you because half of those bags could probably go in front. Now here's the here's the thing, if you put it in front, uh, it put it in underneath the seat in front of you, your backpack. You know what happens when that plane takes off and there's room above, you know, once we hit 10,000 feet or, or, or whatever, when the captain says it's okay, if there's room, take it out, put it above. Then, then it, it's, it's very simple. It is very, very simple. And it just, I think it saves everybody time in the long run. I don't know. I could be wrong. I just think so. 
that, that's just me drawing very simple conclusions, connecting dot A to dot B to dot C to dot D, and D is landing when you get there. Now, dot B, plane takes off. If this flight is less than three hours, and that's my cutoff personally. I, that's, there's, no, there's no FAA guidelines. There's no nothing. This is win, lose, or tie guidelines. This is WLT guidelines. If your flight is less than three hours, do not bring some hot mess food onto that plane. I don't care where you're sitting. I don't care how long you've gone without food. Do not go get Panda Express in the airport and wait to get on the plane. And then open up that nasty foul shit. And, and, and I love Panda Express. I love Chinese food. I love all food. You could open up anything. Even like, I don't care if it's like Chick-fil-A in the, in the Love Field uh, Airport. They have Chick-fil-A there. Man, it's just something some about an airplane. You're in a small metal tube traveling at 500 miles an hour at 40,000 feet or whatever it is, 30,000 feet. And you open up something that's hot and been cooking and it's just food. It just smells terrible. And that affects everybody on the plane. Everybody that has their sense of smell. Do your best. You know what? Here, here, here's, my, here's my simple solution to that. Instead of if you're, if you're starving and you know you're about to be on an hour and a half flight from um, Dallas to, you know, Orlando or Dallas to but whatever however long if it's if it's under three hours scarf it down there's two options here there's three options here scarf it down before you get on the plane that's what I do just scarf it down okay I know that's probably not what you want to do but do that that may not be possible maybe you're in a rush if you are in a rush stop at that little newsstand and buy some almonds buy some Peanuts. Don't buy beef jerky because sometimes that can just, you know, now you're really, you're jacking with the people next to you with beef jerky because, you know, breath. But just buy, like, you know, fill up on some of that. And that, that you could open that shit. Right? You could open that and, and, and be chowing down on some, because those are filling and maybe it'll last you to whenever we get to wherever we're getting to. I mean, just don't bring on the the pastrami sandwich that you got at the sandwich shop. I know it's good, and I know you want that. I get it. it but just, you know what? If you don't have time, you know what? N nobody else has time. Because now, if you don't have time to eat before you get on the plane, I get it. But now, we've everybody else on the plane has got three hours or more of smelling your nonsense. And you don't know what anybody else is going through on that plane. Somebody might be nauseous. There could be a pregnant lady on there. Morning sickness. And that sickness is not just in the morning for some of those women. I have, I've been pregnant for like 12 years, dude. I get morning sickness throughout the day, every day. Don't bring on that nauseating food. And I probably like that food. So there you go. That's like my... You know, we've gotten through security. We've taken off now. 
don't bring food on the plane. Make sure if you've got something that fits underneath in front of you, I just, I'm just telling you, I think it saves time in the long run. And even though, don't be that selfish person. It's like, well, I can just stretch my feet out. All right, man, just, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Third, this is a, this is just a tip for um, other people that I've just recently stumbled upon this and I haven't needed it ever, but I was given this advice three or four years ago. And they're like, man, anytime you fly and it's over an hour and that doesn't matter, like not in one flight, but if you're flying over an hour in the day, so let's say it's three flights, you have three 40 minute flights, whatever that means that's over an hour. Cumulative, cumulatively. Yeah, there you go. Sometimes I talk in cursive. Sometimes I talk in print. I don't know. Compression socks are amazing. And now they don't have to be just those weird, weird white ones that you get, like that you see like your grandparents wore or something. You can get them in all designs and stuff. They look like regular socks. You pull them up, you know. Now, if you're wearing shorts, then I, I don't know how you feel. It depends on how confident you are with yourself. But you're wearing pants or jeans or whatever. Dude, compression socks are the bomb. They are so amazing. Like, you, honestly, you feel better when you're flying. And that's weird to say. Like, your body, I feel like blood is flowing. So, that's just a little side tip. Compression socks. Look for them on Amazon. I've, I, 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 and I just, I bought like a, I have like 10 pair. You know, and I'm not afraid to admit it, you know, not just turned 32 the other day, 20, 20, 32, 38, 40. I don't know. We're not here to talk about that. I'm not. And I'm the only one here. Anyway, compression socks are a game changer for you. If you, if, if, if you feel so inclined now, bathroom situation. If, if you don't go into the bathroom and, and just drop a deuce, if you know what I'm saying, just because hold that, hold it. Now, if you're farting and shit on the plane, go take care of that. Because just like the food, when you fart, it travels to your entire plane, man. I'm just, it's weird. And everybody's been there and you have no idea who done it because th- that fart can travel from the, be- the front of the plane to the back of the plane in less than five seconds. Um, this is not scientific. Maybe it is scientific. I'm just saying that stuff can go from the front to the back in no time at all. And you have no idea who did it unless that was like, um, and that was those audible evidence, you know, and a lot of times the plane is loud. You don't know. You, you, you may not hear a fart, but just, but if you've got to go to the bathroom and go, go take care of that. And I'm, I think everybody else would be appreciative of that. However, if it's not like that, just hold it, man. Now, if you got to piss, you got to piss. All right. And, but do it diligently. Don't, don't dilly dally in that bathroom in there. Other people may want to go in, you know, don't, don't bust out your vape or whatever it is that people do in there. Don't bust out anything else. You know, just, you know, it, it's weird. I'm like I'm talking to children, but I'm really talking to like people over the age of 32. <laughs> Just handle your business and get in there and get out. You know, it's in and out. 
All right. Baggage claim. I flew to Philly. They lost my bag. Not, not, they actually didn't lose it. It just didn't make it. I was real quick, real quick connection at DFW on American. And, and they were great. American Airlines was great. And, you know, I prefer, I have my rewards and I'm more comfortable on Southwest. But American was fine. But and, and I had to wait in my bag, and, and some of the, some of this was my fault by not waiting for my bag on the next flight in Philly. It's a whole story, and I won't. I'll tell it some other day. But this is not what I want to talk about today. So that was um, that happened. They lost my bag. So no, I say lost. It just didn't make it. It was on the next flight. It just didn't make it to the connection. Although I do get a little frustrated. I'm like, how can I make it? How can I make it to the? And I got to go through a. I got to go through many more obstacles to get from one plane to the next anyway, but I don't know the ins and outs of how bags make it from one plane to another. I'm, I'm just glad they do. That's it's almost, it's actually fascinating that they can actually do that. But although, okay. Now baggage claim, don't be that guy. Now, if you've got a medical emergency or whatever, I, I, there's exceptions to every rule I'm talking about, but don't be the guy that just stands right there at the mouth of baggage claim. Like, I'm getting my bag as soon as it comes on. I'm beating everybody. First off, karma's a bitch. And if you're that guy, your bag's coming off last. And you stood there for no reason. Secondly, if you see, if you're a man over the age of 32, I don't know why I'm, I keep talking about that number, but if you're over the age of 13, and if you're a man, a dude, a guy, and there's a lady, and I don't care how old she is, I don't care how old she is, and she has to bend over and try to grab her bag, because let's face it, fellas, ladies' bags are are, are, are 10 times heavier than dudes' bags. I seen a lady. I see. I saw a lady in uh, in Philadelphia. I'm being serious. Her bag was the size of my laptop, and it weighed 75 pounds. I am not kidding. And my bag is a huge duffel roller bag, and I weighed it 27 pounds. Okay, the, the, women can fit more shit into a bag and into a into a small suitcase. It's un, it's it's actually it's unbelievable, really. But my point is, help her. Be that guy. All of us. We all could be better people. If we just, hey, can I, but you know what? Ask though. Hey, can, let me, if it's, let me get that for you. Because some women don't want you to help them. And I get that too. They, they're going women. They, they can handle their own business. But, you know, I just think if we all be better people, offer to help. Just be, hey, excuse me, ma'am. And I've usually had like five vodkas. And I'm like, hey, I'll help anybody do anything. You know? Oh my God. They, I'll help you with your bag. I don't even have baggage at the baggage claim. I'll help you with your bag, lady. Especially if you gave me a little side look, you know, like, hey, I might like him. I might like you too. I'm j- okay, that's that's too much, right? And I'm kidding about that for the most part. So there you go. That, that, that's just my traveling tips with Ty. Travel tips with Ty. That could be a monthly episode, a monthly little segment travel tips although i gave you like all of my travel tips over the last 27 minutes lastly let's move forward in my new position at my new job 
And I've had this position before with several other companies, and I'm in an industry, in the pharmaceutical industry, where, you know, the nature of the beast is sometimes you get laid off, and sometimes you get let go, and sometimes you leave, and, you know, things that do, it, it's, a, it's a, it's a, the, the turnover is, is wild. But I've never been able to wear scrubs, and now I get to wear scrubs to work, and, 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 uh, one of my, well, I have several listeners that wear scrubs on a daily basis, and I've re, I've, I've reached out to them, and I've I've been educated, I've been uh, guided and, and informed, and let's see, mentored, if you will, I think. Like, wh- where do you buy scrubs? What are the best scrubs? What are not the best scrubs? I don't want to walk in with like the bullshit scrubs, and everybody looks at you in a, in a doctor's office, and they go, "Oh, he wears those scrubs." Like, I don't know what what I don't know what those scrubs are. But I found out, and so I went to buy scrubs. <laughs> and I, man, was I, oh man, was I, uh, was I slapped in the face? Like I was scrub slapped, you know? Like honestly, it, it's, it's a complete slap in the face. Because I had no idea pajamas with 10,000 pockets cost that much because that's what scrubs are let's be honest with every i just want to say this scrubs are pajamas with 13 extra pockets that's exactly what they are and i could not believe how much money they cost it's a racket scrubs are a racket but i'm here for it dude they are the most comfortable clothing items you can wear on a daily basis. I get to wear this to work. I might as well be wearing nothing. I mean, I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not wearing nothing, but it's so comfortable and I get to wear my sneaks. I get to show off the kicks. By the way, I, I, my new Jordan 1s I was wearing the other day. I wore my Nike Dunks. Air Max 95s are my favorite Air Maxes. I got to wear those. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love uh, dress shoes and I'm a, and I'm a dress shoe snob, but I would rather wear sneakers every day of the week. I don't know if I'll buy another pair of dress shoes ever again in my life. As long as I hold these, this position, I think everybody should be able to wear scrubs. I think bankers should be able to wear them. I think, uh, um, you know, whatever a burrito maker, if that's what you do, you should be able to wear those. I think bus drivers, I think, um, uh, who else like you know just i think sonic workers you know, waitresses i think everybody i think you should i think you should be afforded that luxury in your life honestly if a doctor can wear them what's more important than that being a doctor we trust those guys and girls I think everybody should be able to wear scrubs. Just be prepared to pay for them, though. You know, maybe there's a reason why, you know, the bus driver isn't wearing scrubs because he's like, "Damn, I'm wearing jeans." <laughs> so I'm just saying, I've, 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 uh, I'm coming into something new that I've never ever been in that world before. I used to wear a suit when I went to offices. I used to wear, you know, slacks and a jacket. And then it got a little more lax. You wear slacks and like a, you know, a nice button down. And now I'm wearing like, you know, I'm wearing like I rolled out of bed. Seriously. 
So if you got scrub um, recommendations, send them to me. Win, lose, or top podcast at gmail.com. Send them to me. Anyway, there you go. We've talked travel today. We've talked scrubs today. Don't don't stop listening right now because I know I'm going to end here pretty quickly, but I've got, I, I got a couple things i got to say that you don't want to miss. But yes, we've talked all things today. Send me your feedback, travel. Give me your travel tips. I would love to hear them. And we'll talk about it again. So do that. I told you to do a lot of things today. You've probably got a lot to do already. I get it. Lastly, I went and saw my niece's softball game the other day, Remy. And it's the first game ever at Trinity Fields. And she got, a, she got a base hit over the second baseman's head. And I was like, and I happened to be videoing. And I am super uncle. I'm Uncle Ty, you know. God, and I was so proud because I love baseball, softball, you know. And it was so awesome. Like, I, it was like so, one of the, like, it made my day. I was so proud of Remington. She gets, she gets embarrassed if I talk about her. But, and then come to find out a week later, she dislocated her shoulder playing softball. And I dislocated my shoulder too, right about the same age. When I was 15, she's 16. I was playing basketball. And I just saw her on Easter and I just felt terrible. So Remy, I love you and I'm sorry, but I'm proud of you. So I want to make sure that gets put out there. And lastly, I've got a couple of guests working, okay? They're, I'm efforting. I love that word, efforting, because I am efforting. Um, Steven Longstreet is going to be on, and I'm calling him the logo. And I know, like, in the NBA, the logo is Jerry West. And then, like, Jordan's logo, you know, it's just Jordan. I call Steven the logo because he designed my logo. And he's like, <laughs> I'm trying to have him on. He, and he's agreeable to be on. He's just like, dude, I'm a pretty quiet guy. And I'm like, dude, okay, let me just do the talking. Just sit here. I'll talk. You know, obviously. I'm efforting that. I'm efforting a couple other people that are really, I mean, that are, I think, really, really interesting. I think you would be, I think you would love to hear from. I would love to um, have a person in the travel industry, preferably a flight attendant. <laughs> That would be cool. I know a couple, but they don't live here. So that'd be fun if you know somebody. Um, how was how awesome was Tracy Cole the other day? Dude, kick ass, man. She was amazing. Talking about all things food. She was cool, man. She's like she's like open invitation. So okay, that's it. That's all. 35 minutes, man. Look at this. Look at this. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for listening. It really means more than you know. I'm doing my best to keep this going and be not. not I'm going to keep this going no matter what. I'm doing my best to keep this consistent. I know it's been sporadic. Welcome to my brain. Like I'm being serious. Like my brain works like this as soon as I wake up sporadically bouncing from this thought to the next thought. Sometimes I, I'm tired of myself when I come home. I'm like, I need to go to bed just to get a break from myself. So there you go. But I thank you for listening. Really, it means more than you know. The Win, Loser, Tie podcast. Subscribe to it. Please do that as soon as you stop listening. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to my channel. Uh, that Subscribe to my Instagram, Win, Loser, Tie, T-Y-E, on Instagram. And, dude, I think that's it. 
Is that it? I can't have possibly like spoken all of my thoughts in 36 minutes. I'm th- I'm getting better, I guess. Either I'm getting better or I don't know. Maybe I'm getting tired of myself talking. That, no, that can't be it. I'd love to hear myself. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. I hope you guys are having a blessed week and having a great week. And whenever you listen to this, I hope you're having a great day. Just, dude, I'm telling you, man, think of something positive. And, if you're, and, and, and be positive, even if something's real shitty. And if you're having a problem doing that, I get it. Um, call me. I'll do my best to help you think of something different. And if you don't know my number, then... I'm not giving it to you right now because if you don't know it, you got to find it. All right. Love you guys very much. And as I ended all my phone calls in the 90s, peace.